And now it's time for Geek News. With the plague. With the plague. Ain't that the truth? <clears throat> Leave that one right there in. <laughs> I have little to nothing. Well, you go with your little to nothing. All right. There's a new contest over at the Game Crafter, so the uh, 5th Street Games Challenge Contest is now into the semifinalists. Uh, so that one is still kind of going through judging and all that good stuff. And usually when they're in that realm is about the time they start the next contest to let people start working on that. So they have, this one is not a publisher specific contest. This is actually the kind that the game crafter usually runs. This one is a time challenge contest where something in, in a time, uh, dealing with time plays a major role in your mechanics or themes, things like seasons and sulkin and, and stuff like that so that's the uh, type of game if you're interested in participating in the contest you can go over to the game crafter and again we'll throw the link in the show notes to the contest so you can see all the rules and what you have to do to qualify for that contest so that is the major amount of news i have i had one other thing and that was that the world is finally getting a little bit more small world <laughs> Yeah, cross it off. Yeah. So Small World, a spider's web has been announced. And of course, it's going to have more races and all that good stuff. Uh, it's, it doesn't look like it's going to be a huge expansion, but a lot of people have been kind of wondering when we were going to get some more Small World. And Between the two expansions, it sounds like it's going to be six new races and yep. six new tokens and uh, bonus. Or what was it called? Royal bonus, whatever it's called. Apparently, that's. What had been the Kickstarter exclusives? Yep, they're going to be released with that. Haha! People have paid for the Kickstarter exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the title, huh? <laughs> and that's uh, pretty much what I I had. Not a lot. Uh, not a lot caught my eye that I wanted to talk heavily about, or that I didn't think that maybe you were. I saw a couple comics things, and I'm like, or that you had eh. the ability to talk about. <laughs> Jordan will probably grab those. I'm actually light on the comics because a lot of what I walked, read this week, I just didn't really care about. It <laughs> doesn't really count. On the DC side, uh, Dan Dildo has hinted, uh, surprising absolutely no one, that there's probably a crisis in the new 52 coming up. <laughs> uh, and the surprise is no one because three months ago they announced that all the weekly titles are going to stop in March or at least be put on pause. And that there was going to be something happening in the spring. And, uh, hey, next April is the 30th anniversary of Crisis on Infinite Earths. So you don't need to be a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon. And Dan Dildo is neither of these things <laughs> to figure out that there is a crisis in the works. On mildly better news, variants. As you know, I'm not a fan of variants. But Darwin Cook has been tapped to do 23 covers for December. Now, I really like Darwin Cook's art. He's got a really nice retro style. He uh, he does really good good work. He did um, one of the animated movies. I'm trying to remember what it is. Uh, but anyways, his style is very retro, stylized, really nice. So if I were to jump on the variant bandwagon for anything, and I've seen three or four of the previews, his stuff would be uh, something I'd jump on, but I, I can't bring myself to do that. Uh, they haven't said if these are going to be 1 in 10, 1 in 50, or 1 in 100 or what. Hopefully just 1 in 10 so that they have a chance to actually get out to people. Selfies part two? Well, it's better <laughs> than selfies or Lego. It's actually 
Just proper comic <laughs> covers. Just every, just Darwin <laughs> Cook, a really good artist, is doing them. On the game side, uh, WizKids has announced uh, Wave 13 and 14 for Attack Wing coming out in the first and second quarter of next year. Uh, they're going to do the ISS Enterprise from the Mirror Universe up, Spock Beard. Uh, they're going to do a Gorn ship. Uh, previously, the Gorn ship had been a prize. Now they're going to do an actual retail version. They've started doing this with some of their other prize support. I assume the cards are going to be a little bit different just so the people that got the prizes still continue to feel special and superior. And they're also going to have the Reklar, which is a Cardassian ship. And then the next wave is going to be the USS Pegasus, which is a science vessel from uh, the up where Picard discovers that uh, Riker's first uh, posting was on the Pegasus. And this was the science vessel that was working on the phasing cloaking device in contravention of the treaty with the Romulans. Federation not allowed to have cloaking devices. Uh, and then they're also doing the ISS Avenger, which is the Mirror Universe Columbia, I think from the uh, Enterprise TV show, which sucked. And then they're also doing the Crementine ship from Voyager, which a lot of people are really looking forward to, but I think was one of the dumbest apps of this, the entire show because, well, it's time travel in Star Trek, and they have never done that well. Also on the WizKid side, they have started putting out solicitations and made an official announcement for their DC Dice Masters set. It's going to be Justice League. Apparently, they have totally backtracked and or forgotten that their initial solicitation for Dice Masters DC was going to be... Apparently, I've forgotten what it was going to be, too. <laughs> the video game, Evil Soup. And Justice? Yeah. Gods initial, Among Us? Yeah. Their initial yeah. announcement had been Injustice, but apparently they're going with Justice League. The starter set is going to be heavily Justice League and Legion of Doom. It's going to be a starter set on this time. The booster box is going to be up to 90 count instead of 60. Uh, the price point is staying the same. So assuming they have planned better, maybe this will actually hit the stores in one shot instead of over six months. And then everybody will forget <laughs> about it game. Who knows? I was really excited when they announced Injustice. And uh, when they finally announced that it was actually just going to be Justice League, I was like, I, I really don't care. I We don't play it down here that much anymore because took forever people get starters and same at the store he actually lost the prize support for the month three op so that got canceled and there's a lot of games i'll drive 90 minutes for round trip to rotch to play but not dice masters where 90 minute drive is actually longer than the entire tournament takes if people are playing speed decks you know so i am just marginally interested in this at this time days of wonder we already covered asmo days of wonder <laughs> uh, Monty Cook Games is renewing, uh, releasing uh, the Numenera Ninth World Guidebook in January. This is their biggest source book to date. It's going to be 256 pages, and it's going to be an MSRP of 50 bucks. This is an RPG that I don't know anybody that plays, but it's because we're in a small town. It's one I've always been kind of interested in picking up here. checking out. but It apparently does very well. They keep pumping the stuff yeah. out, and the quarterly sales always show it in the RPGs as, as doing well. So, yay, Monty Cook Games. GW Games Workshop has announced, well, they haven't announced, but it's in this week's White Dwarf. They are re-releasing Space Hulk. This is a game that they released once and uh, under limited release, and then they have re-released it, I think, one other time. Uh, so this, whenever they need some money, they put out Space Hulk because it just sells. This is going to be essentially the 2009 edition uh, with just a few tweaks. So if you bought the 2009 edition, 
there's going to be very little new or interesting here from what we're told. But we don't have any details on what the tweaks are yet. It's going to be, I think, 125 US dollars, which is, I think, only a $25 increase over the 2009 edition. I think the 2009 edition was $100. Uh, hopefully this sells better for them than uh, Dreadfleet did, that the source is still trying to sell at full price for $125. Give it up, dudes. You got four stacks, floor <laughs> to ceiling, covered in dust. Might be time to take a hit. Get it down to 45 bucks. I might actually buy that box so that it can sit on my shelf and never get played, just like Jordals does. <laughs> also, GW is going to be, has started taking pre-orders for the new one dead models tied into Nagash and the end of time. Uh, so this is their archive and their, uh, their new lords and stuff like that and their spirit hosts. Uh, the models look really good. But this end of time stuff is, uh, it's not quite campaign, but it is, well, I guess it is a campaign more than a core game. It's, it's a story. It's a lot of expensive models and a lot of high point models. So expensive in two different ways. Some of the models look really, really good. And Nagash himself looks cool, but to get the model in the source book that goes with this is, is 200 bucks. And then you got to get the archives and the, the other various, uh, new models if you want to use them without proxying in the, in the campaign so i'm not doing that <laughs> despite the fact that they look really good and gw has yet to announce whether these can be uh, well i'm sure it's in the book uh but since i'm not paying 80 dollars for that resource I, I will have to wait for somebody to buy the book to tell me if these models can be used in the general game because if they can be used in the regular game outside of this tournament then there's a few that i would actually like because the spirit host looks really cool and even if i just use that spirit host model for, with the regular spirit host stats. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a top model. It looks really good. And then Czech Games Editions, uh, has announced that they're going to be doing their own English language distribution. They have previously worked with, uh, Rio Grande and Z-Man, I think they said, yep. to do their English distribution. Uh, and they have said that, uh, they're going to keep their logo on everything and do everything on both sides of the Atlantic now. Nice. Uh, so they're keeping that all in house. They make some um, good games. I, I like a lot of the Czech stuff. So good luck with them. Hopefully uh, this does not cause a language barrier in translation. <laughs> Hopefully they keep whatever vehicle they had for that in place and they're just moving on to distribution. Uh, and on the miscellaneous side, I will apparently be getting an Xbox One on June 14th <laughs> because they have announced that the release for Batman Arkham Knight is June 15th. So that's still nine months out. So, uh, let's see. Vacation in October. <laughs> Proto spiel in March. Damn it. So June 15th for Batman Arkham Knight. A lot of people are apparently quite put off by this that it not only got delayed to 2015, it got delayed pretty much nine months. I'm good. Suck it up. <laughs> that just gives me more time to save a few yeah. dollars here and there to get I'm, the bloody system. Maybe some of the other games I've been eyeballing will drop in price by then too. Well, you know, by that point, it'll have been out for, you know, almost a year. So hopefully there'll be a, enough games in the in the used pile at GameSpot that, that uh, I won't just be buying a system in one game. Well, and we, we held out long enough for them to go back on the, the need of... Uh, the Connect. The Connect, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely necessary. Wink, wink. Wait a second. Uh, Our sales are pretty flat. Uh, they're they're revolting. They're revolting. <laughs> AMC has ordered a spinoff pilot to The Walking mm -hmm. Dead. Initially, they had said they were just going to go straight for a full season, but 
Uh, they've apparently pulled back on that, said just give us a pilot, but Kirkman is going to be working on it. He's going to be a co-creator, so hopefully it will uh, keep uh, some of the feeling of the TV show and the comics. Too many people are referring to it as the companion show, and I wish they'd stop doing that. Yeah. Unless they know something I don't. I don't think this is supposed to be a companion show. Is this going to happen? Is this going to be what happens between the apps, you know? And now, right around the corner... This other group that was in the other building <laughs> yeah. down the street heard the ruckus and left. Yeah. From the zombie perspective. <laughs> we get the same episode just from the zombie side. It's the walking food. <laughs> ah. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has been cast as Black Adam mm-hmm. for the upcoming Shazam movie. Surprising absolutely no, no one. one. Uh, there's a few things that will need to take place in this movie. The Rock will have to lift his eyebrow at one point. <laughs> he will have to drop the people's elbow. Got to work that in somehow. He's going to have to punch somebody three or four times and then cock back and look at his fist before the fourth punch. And if at some point you don't hear, can you smell what Kandak's cooking? Or can you smell what Adam's cooking? The movie will be a failure. Uh, aside from The Rock, who I actually rather like as an actor, I've never followed wrestling while he was a wrestler, and I could care less about. No, I, he, he came along, yeah, well after I, I grew up. <laughs> I grew out of my wrestling. He's phase. from the future. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after you know, I, I watched wrestling as a kid, like a lot of people did, but I never. In fact, I don't know about you, but I I did some. You know, doing the channel surfing thing and you hit wrestling and there were, I still remember it's so vivid in my mind. I was like, did, were they doing this when I was a kid? Was I that stupid? Cause they were doing this weird soap opera. I story. told myself that it was better back then. Yeah. Well, they were doing this like, I can't remember what, who the wrestler was, but you know, he was going nuts because his rival was doing something and he was talking to the mirror and they did the camera back reflection of the other person talking back to him and everybody else in the room is like, who, who are you talking to? What? Oh, I think he's, I think he's losing his mind. You know, like the guys up in front where they, cause they followed him into the mm-hmm. locker room and I think he's losing it. He, he's talking to himself into that mirror. And it's just like, I was not this stupid when I was a kid. I know damn well I wasn't this stupid. I mean, no, <laughs> it, it was more about the wrestling and a little bit of the story, right? I, I mean, WrestleMania three. <laughs> I'm not losing. I'm not crazy on that. You're not. You're not right. on that call. <laughs> on, on that, that call. call. So yeah, Rock was well after, but I completely agree. I mean, he came into his own when. I mean, you know, usually you go, oh, wrestler, actor, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, okay, you can fulfill these one or two roles and 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 stay in your lane. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he broke out and has done such a great job. And the dude's got major comedic timing too. Yeah, I and, mean, Tooth Fairy was a bad movie, but not because of him. No. That was just a bad movie from the start. <laughs> no, everything that I've seen him in, and there are just some things that looked not at all my cup of tea, so I didn't bother to go see. But everything that I've seen him in, I've liked. Mm-hmm. And somebody put out a picture, a little comic strip, comparing Black Adam and his role to Scorpion King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing I'm looking forward to most about this movie is... They have described it as they want it to be a fun movie, which nobody has used to describe a DC movie in 25 years. Right. 
So if they actually make a a fun movie, please do. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there was that recent rumor that was going around that there was like this internal memo that they were saying no jokes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Our our comic book movies will have no jokes, <laughs> and, and so yeah, it's you know, and again, it's you know, whatever. I mean, a lot you know that could have completely been blown out of proportion to it could have been like. Don't make this Green Lantern. (laughs) (laughs) We're done and let's go a different direction or something like that for a movie or something like that. But I mean, that that's been kind of the running rumor for a while and the little chuckle. And unfortunately, some of their movies since then have kind of made that go. That could be true. Some. All (laughs) All right. All like in the 12 hours of the three (laughs) Batman and the Superman movie, there's there's not a single reason to crack a smile. Oh, come on, Heath. He's Joker. Gave you some time. Some, it wasn't uh, funny. It, was, he, it there, was good. There were there were like the uh, him him trying to blow up the hospital, walking out down the street with the nurse outfit on, and yeah, but that was like chuckle, you know, not not right laughter, but, you know. And of course, a lot of people are going to go, oh, well, they're just trying to catch up to Guardians of the Galaxy now. No, no, <laughs> they're catching up to Guardians of the Galaxy with. The rumored Legion of Superhero movies, <laughs> which is what I was going to finish off here with WB. Apparently, they have started soliciting scripts of possible Legion of Superhero movies by sending comics to writers. <laughs> uh, so Warner Brothers never won to miss an opportunity to stay three steps behind Marvel. <laughs> uh, saw, I mean, the timing of this and, and the way it, they've just du- said that yes they've sent comics out it, it can be nothing but a reaction to to guardians hey we made a fun movie that everybody liked with characters nobody's heard of so it's it's positive if this happens it would be a great step for 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 warner brothers i think cuz they've built everything up to be the lead into the dc into the justice league movie and i think that's it's horrible lead in, but they've got all these dates out there for which they haven't attached movies yet. But 2018 will be the 60th anniversary of the Legion. So if they do this, uh, 2018, fine year to do it. There's a slew of characters that they can totally ignore all the various timelines and the different earths that the Legion has customarily had to fight against. Their, their history is so convoluted. If anybody needed a crisis, it's the Legion. And they did. And the crisis addressed it very nice. They're all different teams from different worlds. Let's be happy with that. You can like whatever team you liked. Okay. If they're just starting a baseline movie, they only need four people. And then they can grow from there with however they want to do it. So in terms of, uh, uh, well, since Legion predates almost every super team ever, (laughs) it's kind of crazy to call Justice League the A team and Legion the B team. But in terms of popularity, it kind of is. Uh, so for the B team movie, if, if they actually do do this, I'm very stoked, especially if they have figured out that superhero movies shouldn't make you want to go home and slit your wrists and take a shower. <laughs> no wonder Joker wanted to destroy Gotham. I mean, <laughs> Batman's there. Why wouldn't you want to get rid of him? And that's what I got for the news. All right. Well, and that is our geek news. 